I had uh, Rob Schneider actually popped up in my car magazine the other day. Do you know how? <laughs> was, he, was he naked lying? <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to Don't Jump the Shark. I'm Ross, and here's the attractive female character to my brave, daring, oh, if I have to go back, male character, Grant. Hello. <laughs> and here's our old, weird, beardy person insisting that we return to places that we didn't want to go, Bob. <laughs> welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you hadn't guessed it, this episode's film is The Lost World. Uh, Bob's choice. I love Arthur Quinn Doyle. So do I. <laughs> Have I watched the wrong film? I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> this is the second last episode in our season of films based on books, which uh, some people may not know, but we'll get into that later. Um, here's what we do every time. You take a film that's good up to a point, and then goes too far. We'll talk you through the film and point out that jump the shark moment where we feel it goes off the deep end. Could be five minutes in, could be five minutes from the end. <laughs> I think we know which will be. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we've locked ourselves swinging on a balance beam, kicking a velociraptor in the face <laughs> separately, so we have no each- way of knowing each other's chosen shark jumping moment. So, will we have a, a synopsis? Bob? Yes, why not? <laughs> I think... Grant suggested uh, possibly the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you sing the synopsis to the tune of <laughs> Jurassic Park, the theme tune? <laughs> <laughs> so they're famous. I had a look and it didn't scan, so that's why I suggested it. <laughs> brilliant. Just brilliant. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> A research team is sent to the Jurassic Park Side B <laughs> Island <laughs> to study the dinosaurs there while another team approaches <laughs> with another agenda. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's pretty good, Bob. I'm <laughs> Here's a little game for you guys. How many words does it take you to describe Jurassic Park? <laughs> I think I could probably get it down to one. <laughs> I'll name that film in one. Pish. Oh, Jurassic Park The Lost World. Shit. Oh, Jurassic Park The Lost World. <laughs> so we've actually got a a letter from a listener would you like me to read oh, that oh, yeah. yes please do it's from uh, Don't Jump the Shark super fan Danny Spanglish <laughs> I think you might have made this up <laughs> I haven't he's definitely a real person uh, <laughs> <laughs> shh I'm doing a bit <laughs> okay so dear Rob Ross and the other one who might also be called Ross but I'm not sure of his name <laughs> Okay, one thing to pick you up on. <laughs> Rossi's name should be at the front because he's the host. The host with the most. Oh, and also, his the name's Bob, the most. not Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all the mistakes he made. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
I am a huge fan of Don't Jump the Shark. Lies. <laughs> and my favourite character in the Don't Jump the Shark podcast <laughs> is called Bob. I like this person. <laughs> <laughs> I like him, even though he's dirtier than a Chilean miner. <laughs> Bless your heart. So, in your honour... Um, Bob, I've created this little quiz, which I, th- I think you may be quite good at, but it's you against Ross. Okay. Okay, you ready? It's film trivia. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first question. Who did Murray Hamilton play in the hit movie Jaws? <laughs> hmm. uh, Qu- Quinn? That's the name I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> John Boy, uh, the Fonz, uh, Peter Frampton. Peter <laughs> <laughs> Frampton from the Hampton. Um, Enrique Iglesias. Ooh, Sharky, I love <laughs> You give up? Mayor Vaughan? Yes, that's good. <laughs> uh, what was the setting of the hit summer movie Jaws? <laughs> Florida. The nope. They wished it was in Florida. Transylvania. <laughs> Transylvania. Yep. Different movie that, with shark teeth. That, that landlocked place. Amity Island? Yes, correct. Oh. Which two actors famously did not get on on the set of the hit movie, Jaws? <laughs> Sean Connery and <laughs> Phineas Fogg. Phineas Fogg. <laughs> We went around the world in 80 days. Around Namek Island in 80 days. It wouldn't be that difficult, I don't think. You can get around in 80 minutes. Who was it? Richard Dreyfus and Robert Shaw. Correct. (laughs) You should know this one. Who composed the soundtrack to the hit movie Star Wars? Jaws! Yes. Oh, boy, he's pulled one back. He's a major winner this now. Peter Frampton. <laughs> Who provided the dog actor for Brody's dog in the hit movie Jaws? Crypto Dog. Who provided the dog actor? Yes. Who does it? Be- who did it belong to? It belonged to someone from the island, as far as I believe. If you don't get this right, the points go to Ross, I'm afraid. Is Steven Spielberg? Or? That is correct! Hey! That's not Steven Spielberg's dog. It's actually 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> it is. That can't be. Well, it's on the trivia. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> Sore loser. That's not his dog. It goes in the water. And that question was worth two points. <laughs> Said um, Danny Spanglish. <laughs> so, I'm not gonna uh, hate Danny Spanglish. <laughs> it was all in your favour. <laughs> you gave him more points. <laughs> I guess it was that. <laughs> was there a tie-breaking question, or is that it? Okay, okay. Uh, the tie-breaking question is: What is the name of the sequel to the hit movie Jaws? <laughs> yep. Um, we're going a bit more in Rossi's wheelhouse now for the tiebreaker question. <laughs> this won't be in my wheelhouse. <laughs> what colour is the secret burger sauce in the Keenan and Kel epic Good Burger? It's not bright orange. Yes! <laughs> I was going to say bright orange. Taylor? Because Kel, Kel loves orange soda. Apparently, right? <laughs> and I can't as, believe as I people may not be able to question. People may not be able to hear, but 
This is a sealed <laughs> sealed DVD of Jaws. Never seen before. Sitting on the shelf in front of the I DVD. I can't believe player. I needed that tiebreaker question. Unbelievable. <laughs> How handy well. that Dan Spangler put that in there. Yeah, that was pretty handy, Dan. <laughs> he must have believed in you more than I did. <laughs> I gave him the John Williams question. <laughs> <laughs> Because you were so arrogant at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm strolling to this. Whatever. I'm Brazil. Whatever. He is Costa Rica, but actually he's having a really good World Cup. It, it was an own goal. Topical. Yes. <laughs> it was an own goal. Does, Lu- gonna, does gonna, Luis Suarez play Joss? Yeah. <laughs> right your shoulder in, in honour. Well, thanks for that, Danny Spanglish. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Danny Spanglish. And if you ever want to write to us again, you know. Don't jump shark. Uh, Ross'sHouse.com <laughs> Danny no, we, we like emails we sometimes get some emails to don'tjumptheshark at hotmail.com don't we? yes we only read the rudest ones <laughs> yes and the crudest ones they give to me <laughs> and all those ones with boobs in them I mean please stop saying that <laughs> they need to send you more female boobs <laughs> I think that might be your issue Bob had bitch tits. And every single one <laughs> of them. That's a quote from a film. That's a quote from a film. It's from Facebook. I'll let you away with that. I'll and every single on one week. of us likes the um, penis enlargement ones. <laughs> so keep those coming in. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but there was a guy who like spammed us, but not very well. And he like included his real email address. So I just like gave him some abuse back. And then he just signed us up to like so much penis enlargement like websites. <laughs> yeah, that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who are the Velociraptor bad guys and Hunter good guys? Director Steven Spielberg, who we have of bad course guy. No, seen sorry. before. <laughs> We've seen him before, do you remember when? Mm, we saw him in Indiana Jones 4. Yeah, and when we did Amistad. <laughs> I did that episode by myself. <laughs> Didn't record it. And The Colour Purple. Mm. That's an excellent film. Though. It is an excellent uh, film. Just to remind you that he is an excellent director. <laughs> and if you're going to say, you're going to love this guy Spielberg's work, I'll start with this sequel to one of his better films. <laughs> Um, also, David Cope, his go-to guy for shite for a while. Is that is that how you see his second name? Because I've always seen it and thought it was Coip. I thought it's, it was Coip. You say Coip, I say Cope. I say Coip. I say Coip. <laughs> Every we had actually had this discussion on the end four episode. On, on the, well, why else would you sp- talk about? It? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, just repeat interest- ourselves. <laughs> It's the most interesting fact we could find, but everyone on the behind the scenes all called him David Cope. Cope. Because uh, he could cope with the screenplay. <laughs> well done, Bob. Yeah. Do you know he wrote Carlito's Way? Really? Apparently he did. Did he co-write Carlito's Way? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, Snake Eyes? That's a bit more like him. <laughs> Something Angel. about that film I can watch time and time again. I don't know what it is. Angels and Demons? Same thing? Oh. No. No, 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 I can't ever watch that film. So our first Hanks main star... <laughs> our first main star was seen again too. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And the Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. He's really good in the Grand Budapest Hotel as well. He's in the fly, isn't he? He's quite good in the fly. Yeah, that's my next film. He's quite watchable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, no, no. He's, 
Sony Square Watchable uh, is an everyman. <laughs> it's just like me. It's five foot three, bald, fat. <laughs> oh no, that was Eddie Carr <laughs> from the Lost World. <laughs> and we all know what happens to him, don't we? Yep. Poor Eddie Carr. Pretty <laughs> much name anybody other than the main three people. <laughs> you know what happened to Yep. Julianne Moore, she was in Magnolia, Big Oof. Lebowski, Oof. 30 Rock. Oof. Yep. We're doing a Boston accent. <laughs> it's even being from a different continent. I'm like, yeah, that's not right. This <laughs> Boston. Jack, my Boston accent. <laughs> Australian. <laughs> Coba. Coba. <laughs> that's not a knife. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, if anybody ever remembers that film. Oh, of course. Pete Pothelswick? Yes. Mm-hmm. A very watchable actor. Peter Beat. Mm. For example, when he played Kobayashi in The Usual Suspect. Could you name his character in this? Because Johnny McShooter. I've seen this film <laughs> oh, God knows how, how many times, and I still couldn't remember his name. Can you remember it now? Peter I, know, I, know, I know what it is now. Oh, Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. <laughs> <laughs> Roland. <laughs> Roland, I... Roland, Roland, Roland. T-Rex. Keep them T-Rex rolling. Roland, Roland, Roland. No bullets. He's in a little film called Inception, which I love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. He's also in a film called I Now Pronounce You Vincent Ralph. <laughs> which had Paul Hogan in it as one of the leads so it's one to check out that one of Paul it's Hogan's one to add to the old films. Netflix clue so Pete's dead now though isn't he yeah yeah, yeah. That was we have watched this film in his honour in his honour what a film to he, he's one of the, he is one of the better people in this film let's be honest <laughs> more focus should have been put on his character mm-hmm. uh, last up we've got Arliss Howard who's in The Time Traveller's Wife I must have never heard of it <laughs> Full Metal Jacket who's fucking seen that <laughs> such these are such like niche picks who's going to have seen these um, Vince Vaughn as well I spotted there <laughs> thought we might have mentioned him no 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 okay so will we get into the film then yes because there's plenty of it to be got into <laughs> let's point that out for a start I'll finish my notes <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you who's in it Okay, What's I'll give you another one. Running. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> uh, staring. A lot of staring. So much staring. Like, gurring, I want to say. Gurring. Like, the dinosaurs are gurring. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, growling's probably the word that was invented to cover that noise to us. <laughs> but they don't all growl. Some did, of them did anyone else watch this on DVD? Like me. I watch this what? On Blu-ray. Ooh, ooh. How cute is the menu screen with the Velociraptor? It's nice. <laughs> it's actually like, oh, I want to take that home. Oh, bless. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of what happens at the start, isn't it? Like, it's set up as, here's this very rich family who have just got in their private boat. They to... are some one percenters if ever I've seen them. They're like, see that island? I don't even know what it is, but we'll stop on it. That could be somebody else's private island. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Yeah, let's but let's looks... go for a little play on Monster Island. <laughs> He's a billionaire. He doesn't care. He can buy the island. So he like, gets this boat to pull up and they get all their stuff off and like have a wee picnic, don't they? Yeah. When the wee kid decides to bugger so off. It's about fucking seven or eight butlers to two adults and one kid. Yep, yep. Yeah. 
And then, if you consider one of them must at least be the captain. Uh-huh. <laughs> really, they're hauling a lot of extra personnel. Yeah. So, But then I'm not surprised with this wife. Did you oh. see what she does when she gets the, the, the bottle of champagne in the glass? Drinky, drinky, drinky. It's like, uh, Andrew... Andrew as if she couldn't pour it herself that's that's her character pour it you whore ah, basically basically why why have a dog and bark yourself so the kid comes across a little dinosaur a little compy yeah which we, may I point out doesn't have wings oh because she's like oh you must be a little birdie yeah stupid fucking kid whereas you would say you must be a little lizard yeah would be appropriate you must be one of those dinosaurs that <laughs> Professor Ian Malcolm was talking yeah. about on TV. Well, do you remember as well the the woman's like really scared before she runs off and she goes, "Watch out, there might be snakes on the beach." I don't know snakes and on the beach, yeah, darling. He says that, which really you should be saying. There's only one snake on this beach, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Just trouser snakes on this beach, hen. <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> 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 oh, I wish I was young enough to try that as a child play. <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park. Zip. <laughs> but now it's just old and crusty. <laughs> More bone than anything else. He's more machine now than man. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted and evil. <laughs> so she gets covered, we assume, in these little compies. Yeah, because she kind of gets like bitten and stuff doesn't yeah. she? we don't ever see it mm. Spielberg's too much of a again Jesse not to show yeah. us it we've talked about we just want to see someone looking at it because that's yes. we're up Spielberg Street yes we, we we talk about Jurassic Park a lot when we talk about um, like shite graphics mm-hmm. <laughs> and like practical you mean effects Jurassic Park 2 or well no we don't really talk about 2 we talk about the first one and Considering the second one came along after, you would have thought, like, oh, is it going to be... Are they going to cut the production values or what? Yeah. But it's a lot of... <laughs> well, it's, it's practical effects, though, isn't it? And it looks all right, actually. Like, there's no point that's, that you're like, that's an obvious puppet. That is Stan Winston. Mm-hmm. Who's Stan Winston? Terminator. Ah. Predator. There you go. Aliens. <coughs> seen both them, Bob. I have seen both them. <laughs> Tick those two off the list. But, yeah, they're not bad. They're pretty good. And like when he's like animating the little like mm-hmm. dinosaur thing, you could see like if you were a kid, you'd be like, "Oh, a little dinosaur." But as an adult, you go, "Fuck off! I'm gonna get away from my sandwich, you little fuck!" You go, "I wonder how far I can kick that." <laughs> <laughs> no, that animal cruelty. <laughs> no fucking little bird would get my sandwich. <laughs> Actually, hate, no, that's not true. But... I hate the transition here as well because it's clearly referencing the Thirty Nine Steps. Mm-hmm. Which is the scream to train? Scream to train. Well, this is scream to subway <laughs> to yawning Ian Malcolm, <laughs> which is pretty much what I was doing at this point <laughs> in the cinema. I thought, what a way to start your film! It's so you, you watch the first film and you get the boom, boom, yeah, boom, and then the jungle comes alive and the animal comes out in a cage and it's. Music swells. Mm. In this one, you've got a shot of an island, some waves, and then the title. <laughs> That's it. It's like, uh, it's the lost world, we're here. Um, oh, there's some rich folk on an island here. That's it. And the film started. And it doesn't even have the courage to have that little child die. No. no. <laughs> it's a 
this is a note from the studio. That child didn't die. She's completely fine. <laughs> so we go for the island to this boring subway scene. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, get the band since back... since the third Matrix film. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those getting the band back together, isn't yeah. it? It's like, how far could they have fallen? Yeah. Let's see where they are now and bring them back to the island. He's got to use the subway. Yeah. Bring him back. Yeah. Yeah, because he... Some... And it's a total weird scene as well, because the guy's like, hey, you're that guy, aren't you? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm the dinosaur guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what um, city was he in? Like, are we assuming it was like New York? Subway. I suppose you could make that assumption. Yeah. And they they're basically saying as well that he's been completely discredited. He's like mm-hmm. the Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters too at this yeah. point. Which because is... he was the only one that blabbed. Yeah. But didn't take a cent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think maybe someone would send an expedition out or something mm-hmm. away? There's a, there's dinosaurs here. Nah, you're talking bullshit. Well, look at uh, this wound I have well, on my chest with a big dinosaur. Okay, you, you don't believe there's dinosaurs, but you know what? They're going to die in about seven days. Why don't you go out and see the carcasses of the dinosaurs that are out there? <laughs> yeah. You won't get eaten like I did. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, why is he still so scared of that island if they're dead, in his opinion now? Um. He's more scared of the second island of going back. I'm not sure that he'd be scared of the first island because he would think that they're all dead. But surely you could, like... It's not that... Uh, I wouldn't imagine it's that much money to just charter a boat there. Yeah. We can re- remember... Um, Take some pictures, perhaps. <laughs> House of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think, how cheap, think how cheaply they charter that boat you there. You see, now, if only they'd got Captain Kirk from House of the Dead. <laughs> but unfortunately, he chose the wrong island. <laughs> I think it was still Clint Howard. Yeah. <laughs> I think do they not make mention though that they call the locals call it Island de la Morte? They say that in House of the Dead as well. I <laughs> know <laughs> actually does say it. It's the House of the Dead. <laughs> so absolutely. So the, the, uh, the subway but because we're wanting to remind people that the first film was really good. He yeah, he goes. The kids. He goes to this boring mansion. Yeah. For another boring scene. Yeah. In the darkest mansion you've ever seen as well. Well, if you've got a mansion, maybe you don't have the money to actually light it. I know, I know the film was supposed to be darker in tone, but does it have to be dark here? <laughs> it's to be dark and again, light. there's no speaking like, of, there's no establishing shot. Speaking of dark in tone as well, like there's something a bit creepy about the way he hugs the wee girl mm-hmm. and like kind of holds on to her for the rest of the scene. Someone very rough Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it was a reassuring hug. <laughs> Creepy Dr. Pedo Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's one boring scene. <sighs> oh. And then they get forgotten about it. They're just in the background. Yeah. After he's reintroduced them. Why? Why have them? Why have them there at all? Because Why then, not uh, have one of the dinosaurs <laughs> given the exposition of this bit? Because then well, actually, actually, we, we all brought ourselves together. <laughs> Or like in Gremlins too. Yeah. <laughs> I say, our chap, I say. We were just like you. <laughs> da, 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 da. Well, they kind of did that in Jurassic Park 3, didn't they, on the plane, Alan's dream. Alan. 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 that talks. Never heard of it. Yeah, you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had Sam Neill in this film. 
Yes, because Ian Malcolm is the very definition of a side character. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that he's wisecracking like a side character, but he's the lead. And you can't have a wide, wisecracking sidekick wisecracking every two seconds. Because I think the, as the hero. Yeah. <laughs> I think the dynamic between him and Julianne Moore would have played off brilliantly because he's all for digging up the bones and she's all for seeing the real life thing. Yep. Yep. So I think that would have played brilliant. Whereas instead he is just the biggest scaredy cat ever. Yeah, he is. And she is the the opposite. Yeah. Which well, doesn't make sense because they're big fucking killer dinosaurs. Oh, thank God they've got the chaos theory expert along the way. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be fine now. Why Why did he want to send Ian Malcolm? Exactly. <laughs> because we're reintroduced to... To uh, um, John Hammond. John Hammond jo- here. Richard Hammond. <laughs> Richard Hammond from Top Gear. Yeah. After we find out that Arliss Howard has taken over InGen and he's the new bad guy, and he's got this ridiculous accent, it's a sort of British accent. Yeah. Oh, be careful, this suit costs more than your education. <laughs> your problems are about to be rendered moot. Fuck <laughs> off, who talks like this? <laughs> Another line as well, he says, Thank God for Zyklon B. Oh, Side B. <laughs> so I, um, John Hammond's back in a natty dressing gown. We call it, we've got another island, we call it the Lost World. <laughs> yes, the. Uh... <laughs> You're telling me there's another world, there's another world. It's Side B, I'm in shock. I'm in shock about this. Yes, uh, we are having a bit of legal difficulties. <laughs> It's like this, this, this bit in the script must go on for about 10 pages. It's, a, it's about a 10 minute scene. Yeah. And it's in the most boring place, on, just somebody's bedroom. They didn't even need to have him in this film, did they? No. Why didn't they have him sitting on the veranda outside in the, the bright sunlight? Is it because they just didn't want sunlight in this film at all? They didn't, they didn't even need to. Like, see if just somebody had said to. Why didn't they just have him on a monitor? Not even that. See if just anybody had came up to him and went. Hey, your your girlfriend, this like female, yeah. is on this site B. I don't know if you know about. It. Even if they had the bad guy, it could have been like him. a conspiracy thing. He yeah. he's getting messages that his girlfriend's missing. He doesn't know where she is. Oh, she's on this site B. He's getting told. No, we'll, we'll get. That's better. I mean, yeah, like, have him go there. It's a good bit of yeah. We'll get Richard Attenborough back to talk for like ten minutes, pretend to do the thing his brother does. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, Richard Attenborough's a great actor. Are dinosaurs but... in their natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> These ones are the carnivores. Is he, is he only back this for the sake of the kid? Julianne Moore. <laughs> That's always back for. Yeah. Easy, Julianne Moore. Is <laughs> she's really annoying? <laughs> I want to see if she's ginger on the inside. <laughs> that's, that's more Rolf Hart. <laughs> the lesser spotted Vince Vaughn. <laughs> the lesser spotted thin Vince Vaughn. <laughs> he can usually be found in the wild. With a bacon sandwich in his mouth. <laughs> and a woman's breast in his mouth too. <laughs> Preferably not his spousal partner. <laughs> Big talk there. Wow. Vince Vaughn adulterer. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely shocked. By that. Ah, so I don't know why I said that. He learns who the other members of the team are here. Yeah, and he's shocked to find out that his uh, paleontologist girlfriend is is one of the members of the team, yeah. but already on the island. She left before everybody. He, he didn't wonder like, where is she? Where did she go? <laughs> what we have here 
is a lesser scene. Shoehorned romantic tension. <laughs> this all. is ridiculous. Like, she's yeah. willingly gone there. She's an expert on animalistic behaviour in wildlife. She's an expert. She's not an expert on human emotion. She's he's, not telling him she's going anywhere. He's an expert on chaos, chaos theory. <laughs> I think she's safe. <laughs> Even from dinosaurs. <laughs> Although, judging by her actions through the rest of the film, I'm not sure right enough. No, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> she makes some questionable decisions. <laughs> oh, and then, of course, you're, you're introduced to the... The the daughter? Is that what you were gonna say? No, the um Vince Vaughn's other filmer is the guy for the West Wing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Toby, Toby yeah. And he needs a fucking beard. <laughs> <laughs> that man man needs a beard to cover up that ugly fucking face. If ever there was a man destined to die <laughs> on the side of the good guys, it was gonna be him, right? He's too good. He's too good. Like all the things I, I, he does, you're like, oh, I found him one of the most likable characters yes. in this film. And you know what is ironic? The other most likable character, I don't know about you, but for me, was Vince Vaughn. <laughs> really? I was like, I like this guy. Because later on, there's a bit of a character change and he turns out he's a bit of a badass. And you're like, go Vince Vaughn. He's a bit of a political <laughs> activist. Yeah, but even so before that, activist. when he, he brings out the, the bolt cutters yeah. and you're like, oh, he's had a wee bit of something up his sleeve. He's a bit of a voyeur too. He's the sort of guy that might look at a girl changing and masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Only in suspicious remakes. <laughs> he did not go through a good period of his career at this time, did he? No, not after Between this. Between this and Psycho. And yet, this was a huge hit. Yeah. He could have done anything. So Gone anywhere. The, and the daughter too. The daughter, yeah. Who, uh, the daughter, so but, so, but, what are you doing here, daughter? And how's your gymnastics training coming along? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? That's you're... a bit of an odd segue. <laughs> You're right. Sure, that'll never come up again. <laughs> it's when he's when he says, you know, you can go and stay with this random person. And she's, she's such like, a troglodyte. She doesn't have Sega. <laughs> oh, cruel but good word, you. Sega that makes me yes, a troglodyte. Grant, you got Sega? I've not got Sega. No, <laughs> Bob, Sega. I've got Sega. <laughs> You're the only non-troglodyte among us. <laughs> I love it how she's just. Like, she's in this really hazardous room and she's just climbing all over the place and there's no, like, teamsters going, get off of there, you little bitch. No, or anything. because she wants her dad to rag on her a little bit. She wants her dad to discipline her. Yeah. He never does any of that. I don't know about you, that's, that's but when I was that age, <laughs> You know what? If your dad didn't shout at you, I never encouraged it. It's a plus point. Yeah. Excuse me, Dad. You haven't shouted me in about ten minutes. What the fuck's wrong with you? There's some discipline around yeah. here. Look what I'm doing here. Look, look, look. Ah, it's annoying. Oh, fucking hell. Better touch this stove unless you discipline me. But this is a total Spielberg thing, though. But even in War of the Worlds, that's that smart-ass little daughter. Mm. Says, oh yeah, um, yeah. Let's try to guide the dad through yeah. his relationship with with her brother. Do you think that's just what like what Spielberg would like? I so, think so. Hey kids, give me some pointers here. <laughs> it's been his experience because <laughs> he's maybe not a disciplinarian. Uh, disciplinarian. And also, she's got a line which is uh, when I actually heard it, I thought Bob's not going to like that. <laughs> which is, she says, "You 
which she says to Ian Malcolm, you just can't abandon me when opportunity knocks. <laughs> and your daughter all the time, you know. You'll never, re- you'll never reach me that way, Dad. <laughs> awful. Just fucking awful. Kids don't talk like this. You know, there's a, there's a nice and useful edit here, because if you didn't have an edit here, what would be next would be Ian Malcolm saying... Oh, where's my daughter? Guess she wandered home. <laughs> Guess I better not sort out a babysitter for her anything or look into that in any way. Okay, off we go. Because that's what happens. Yeah. Uh-huh. He doesn't check her. Oh, doesn't, my daughter's gone. She must have gone to her babysitter's. Doesn't get her in a car or anything like that. Off we go to Dinosaur Island. <laughs> he should at least take her to the babysitter's house and then head back. Right? Any dad would do that. You don't just send your daughter away in a random cab. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Did you know what? Like, you know the bit where you guys were talking about there where he sits her down and she's like, discipline me, Dad, discipline me. <laughs> See if you actually, like, distract your eyes from... you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> a discipline, Dad. <laughs> See if you actually distract your eyes from the horrific dialogue that's going on in front of you. Uh-huh. And just look just behind her. There's, like, a workbench. Mm-hmm. Right, and they're, they're like we've kind of jumped around this, but they're making like a battle bus. It's like really it's a high cool. technology yep. vehicle. But if you actually look behind her, there is like a flipboard yep. with a uh, concept art <laughs> on it of the battle bus itself, <laughs> like a painted drawn. Uh-huh. And you're like, is that meant to be in that scene, or is that just something that's been like, oh <laughs> shit, we've left that at the back of that scene? <laughs> no, because this is oh, the bus was there's, there's, no, there's no mechanic that is looking at like an artistic, an yeah. artist impression like, and going schematic. Right, yeah, we need to. Yeah, you're right. It needs more green. They <laughs> 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 got like a technical drawing and be like, right, we need more bars there yeah. and more bulldozy bits here. You think an artist has just popped out <clears> on the <throat> table going, I'll get my work on yeah. screen at last. <laughs> As long as it wasn't like Van Gogh or Salvador Dali or So we get her point of view now Walking into the trailer Did you notice that um, Despite all this knowledge And stuff But when when they're talking to Toby We're just going to call him Toby Because that's his character from the worst thing yeah, I think uh, his name is Richard Schiff Richard Schiff, yeah He shows you a, a, a Eddie gun Carr? Eddie Carr From what? Eddie Carr That's his name In the film Oh, right, right. He shows you the gun that they've got. Uh-huh. The one Character. gun they've got. The one the gun one that they've got. I mean, the one gun they've got. And, uh, I was <laughs> just watching it They've got a thinking. battle bus. They're expecting them to be dead. <laughs> yeah, they've got a videographer and a photographer. <laughs> that might be. Priorities? The one gun that they've got. Yeah. Right. But why is it such a ridiculous size? I know, I know it might be, in real life, that might be the real thing. Yeah. But real life is often just you mean, shit. You, you <laughs> movies should be something totally different. You mean the real life gun for shooting dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I presume this thing takes down elephants and things like that as well, right? Why, why is it designed to be so huge? I mean, it's bigger than Ian Malcolm. I think that's because at one point it says, "What if you, if you it's an antidote? Like what if you shoot yourself in the foot? How the fuck are you gonna shoot yourself in the foot with that thing? <laughs> it's massive. One of those Kurt Cobain you're talking of shot <laughs> reached the, the no trigger. No way. No way. <laughs> Courtney Love would have shot you in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you find out the islands are the five deaths here as well. Yes. Yeah. The local boatman doesn't want to stay there. So just to recap, this team is someone who's in charge of animal behaviour. 
Mm. Fine, fair enough. A guy in charge of chaos theory, a photographer, and a videographer. <laughs> Just and no one else. The technician. Oh yes, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> the only meal amongst this lot. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Eddie. <laughs> but the the bottle boss is is pretty cool, right? But no. one thing that annoys me, not like from the outside. From the outside, yes. Admittedly, it's a bendy boss uh-huh. that they <laughs> that they have fortified. <laughs> but see when it goes inside. Yes, it, it's ninety so, percent kitchen. It's just so <laughs> disappointing. I mean, I remember reading the book and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to see this 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 technological bus they've got. It's yeah. going to be great." Went inside and it was like, "Oh yes, sink, kitchen, cupboards." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then loads Check. of space at the back as well. They've just got huge amounts of space at the back. Two computer screens. <laughs> a hi-fi. Okay. Cool. These, these cupboards will help us with the velociraptors. I've got a high-tech cupboard. <laughs> it's like, what? Who the fuck designed this? <laughs> You're right. Uh, like, there's so much stuff you could just put in and just put shitty screens on. Yeah. yeah, it's technical stuff. It's for doing blood or something. I don't know. You know Toby from the West Wing, do you remember his opening gambit when he first sees a dinosaur? Yikes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That's what you'd say when you'd see that animal that's never before been alive in your lifetime. (laughs) Go fuck off and walk down a corridor, Toby. (laughs) And grow a beard. (laughs) And then you've got this bit with Vince Vaughn's looking for... Julianne Moore's character and yeah. shit like, there's Sarah. actually quite a funny Sarah where he says her full name and Sarah Harding how many Sarahs do you think are going to be in this album <laughs> but she like pops up it's like how does he not see her she's like a metre away <laughs> from him she does that thing that I can't fucking stand in films where the main characters are shouting on the other character but the other character doesn't answer, even though they're only two feet away. <laughs> fuck off. As soon as she heard them, she would be like, you guys, I'm here, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Chasing down some fucking stegosauruses or whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> yep. Stegosaurus. Well, call them snarls. From snarls. Because <laughs> he's the dinobot that's the stegosaurus. There was a, an interesting fact of the day that um, stegosaurus... Whatever the plural of them is, and uh, T Rex is, yeah, that must be the plural there. <laughs> they never walked the earth at the same time, mm. so they could never have met. Same with the Triceratops, but they can in this, yeah, and in Transformers, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that canonical thing that happened in real life. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jurassic Park happened in real life, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did, Grant. We've <laughs> 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 got to go oh. back to the island. <laughs> I've just been, I've just been pulled in by this cover-up, haven't I? <laughs> Damn you, Richard Hammond, <laughs> John Hammond. <laughs> oh. So they find her now. Now every time I think of this film, I just see Richard Hammond in a Mazda MX-5. <laughs> this is a dinosaur. <laughs> this is the fastest dinosaur <laughs> in the world. <laughs> So she, right away she puts in a bit of product placement for, for Nikon as well. Is that a Nikon you've got there? Ah, it is. Oh, I'll have that. Thanks. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Because Nikon is the best. <laughs> when I choose to take pictures of dinosaurs, I always oh, go I, for Nikon. <laughs> I always go for Nikon. Okay, so she starts walking with the dinosaurs. Get it? Get it? 
I couldn't walk with the animals. Talk to the dinosaurs. <laughs> and she seems to know every member of this team. I yeah. thought they'd never really met each other because she went well ahead. Just, just him. I guess they must have met. And she calls, but I could she calls. Hey Nick. Spawn, Nick. Uh, Predator. Uh. Insert Ralph Harris joke here. And then <laughs> tie me carnivore down. On <laughs> and then immediately Eddie, the fat guy. Hey Eddie, you got a granola bar or something? Uh, product placement again. <laughs> <laughs> you got one of those delicious granola bars. <laughs> When I'm looking at dinosaurs through my Nikon camera, I only eat granola bars. <laughs> <laughs> you got some Pepsi? I well, hope you brought Pepsi. <laughs> There's still a lot of that goes on, because in that new X-Men film... Do you think maybe... It's shitloads some, of Pepsi in the background. Do you think maybe... Uh, there's some cupboard company that made the bus. <laughs> I only use chipboard brand covers. <laughs> Do you think there's like some sort of like advert running on like local television with a battle bus? <laughs> Just like some guy coming off it in a suit. Do you like these cupboards? Because these cupboards could be in your kitchen. <laughs> what a place to cook your meth. <laughs> New battle bus. <laughs> Are you going to seek out a lost world? <laughs> <laughs> Does your daughter need a place to stow away? <laughs> days on end? Without anybody even checking? Do you need a mobile place to hide small children so that the police don't find them? <laughs> uh, we've called it the Rolf. <laughs> yes, I do. Hide the bodies. Okay, so... so yeah, she shows up because she set a fire because she's a completely irresponsible little childish brat. Oh yeah, I'm just going to set a fire here. Because she knows why they were going to that island. Yeah. And she just decided I would... Uh, well, they never told her why... Does, he, does she not? ...that there was dinosaurs, because she wouldn't have believed them anyway. But, eh... Uh, <laughs> Maybe she would have had them committed. She's bound to have known he was going to some fucking island in the middle of nowhere. He's doing something. Might be dangerous. It could be dangerous. Maybe <laughs> I should step back and just go with the babysitter. <laughs> You've got a top-of-the-line kitchen right there. I was wondering that... <laughs> Why every set time, a fire? Every fucking time. Surely, and she's been left alone quite a lot. She's quite independent. She makes her own f- meals. Yeah. <laughs> so she burns them every time she does. So she must know her way around the kitchen. She sets a bonfire in the garden. <laughs> exactly. Cat again for tea. <laughs> <laughs> she's an absolute carnivore. Yeah. <laughs> she just eats what she catches. She's the hand of he a doesn't, He doesn't have anything in the fridge. <laughs> he's just, the velociraptors feel a kinship with <laughs> You're one of us, one of us, one of us. <laughs> so, yeah, they put out the fire. Mm. And it, it, if you hear what she says to them, it's ridiculous. It, it, you have to put out the fire with uh, dirt because there's a smoke will bellow and our presence needs to be 100% antiseptic here. We can't be... Yeah. You can't put on deodorant, you can't smoke a fag, you can't do anything. It's like, okay, you walked about with a dinosaur fucking smeared bloodied coat <laughs> that had the blood of the young T-Rex on it. Yeah. And Hello! <laughs> and she does that for the rest of this film as well. Yeah. She is covered in the dinosaur. She's covered in everything. Probably attracting the T-Rexes to them yeah. the entire time. Probably. You also get this great line at this bit uh, where Ian Malcolm says about her, um, oh, she needs a good antipsychotic. What a funny joke, David Cove. <laughs> You're a comedy genius. Take a pop at the mentally ill. 
It's not got anything to do with the fact that she's on an island with fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> Surely that would send anybody a little bit crazy. And also as well when he sends his daughter out, get out of here, we need to talk. Wait, stay, you're not going outside. Is that because they changed the subject of serious romantic relationship talk? They do, they like, do. Fuck off. You're only interested in swinging on your gym kata. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> no, no, stay, she's going to try and talk romance to me. Get back yeah. here. Oh, fuck off. I want you to hear this. We've not had that birds and bees chat yet. <laughs> Let's kill two birds with one stone. Oh, but, uh, no, don't worry, don't worry, because what's that noise? What's that noise? Oh, it's the well equipped team that are here. <laughs> what did they give us? Uh, a bus. <laughs> a bus and a jeep. A reclaimed city bus. <laughs> and a high hide, which I still don't know how they get up a tree with that. Where is it attached to? <laughs> there must be more tree above it. What the fuck is that attached to? <laughs> there must be more tree above it. But, but it, it doesn't give you that impression. But is it attached to the tree or does it, ah, is it, is it its own thing? Nah. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm not too impressed with the engine name as well though. Engine? Engine. Engine. It's very like something John Wayne would say, isn't it? <laughs> engine. I don't like these engines. <laughs> Do you think this is a, a metaphor for uh, Native Americans retaking their homeland? <laughs> uh, the engines are moving back in and taking out the vicious predators no, that came and taken the land. If what Steven Spielberg said is that the land should then destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's something to do with genetics. <laughs> so Pete Puthleswitch, this is where he shows up. He does. And as much as you guys said... Oh, he's great. I think he's great, but I think his character motivation is very stupid. It is, and I think there was a lot of his character cut yeah. from this film. I wouldn't be surprised. Which is a shame. You know. It was already two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first scene you meet him is supposed to be, from what I've read, is in a bar somewhere. There's a huge fucking fight goes on, and of course he just strolls out. He's fucking, he's rolling, he doesn't give a shit. But that's his first scene, and what a cool scene that would have been. He's the predator, he's the alpha male. That would they kind of given them like the justification behind it? Yeah, the way they've decided to do that is, I want to hunt a T Rex. Because he's he's bored by hunting by this point, presumably. Similarly, he's hunted man and beast on fucking earth, everything. Remember that character in Jumanji? He's going to hunt the deadliest game of all, Kaiser Soze. <laughs> I'm what guessing about the other hunter probably. guy, the guy with the beard that's with him. He looks very like the guy that married the child from Lost, doesn't he? Yeah, but yeah. That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Married the child from Lost. <laughs> no, he, he yeah, I know, I know. He was from Lost and he married a child. Yeah. The Arliss Howard character. She was like 16. 16. Arliss Howard character. And what age was he? Well, oh, he was like in his 50s. Sorry, you were saying, Bob. The Arliss Howard. Howard character. I can't remember his name. Turns up. Who? Yeah, turns up here. Is he, he's the big bad guy of Engine. Aye. Ah. He's yeah. the one that's took over for John Hammond. Yeah. And the the good guys kind of approach their camp and find out that they are basically going to be like captured. Oh, but did you not see it? They captured all these poor defenseless dinosaurs. The babies, a lot of the time. Yes! And uh, basically they were like, we're going to open up a... No, 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 no. There was a shot <laughs> on each one of them which came down their face right low and they were all sad. Man is truly the worst enemy <laughs> oh the good guys yeah. of dinosaurs yeah. Yeah. each one of them got a lot, that shot the shot that just comes pans down their face and almost up their nostrils <laughs> while they look sad so we would be on the T-Rex's side later because yes. I was yeah. <laughs> well all the shit that happens after this is due to them 
be in there and mm-hmm. cutting open these animals, if they just let them leave with the animals, nothing would have happened. Really. Yeah, they're really Jason Patrick in this situation, yeah. aren't they? Although they Jason did. Patricking to go into a situation and make it worse when you're <laughs> supposed to be a hero. Well, this was '97, so Speed Two was out this year as well. <laughs> Do you remember earlier on you were talking about how ridiculously big that gun was? Huh? Did you see the gun that um, Roland had? Yeah, to yeah. kill the T Rex. Yeah, it was just a double barrel shotgun. Yeah. Surely it needs to be a bit bigger than that. I was kind of thinking to myself, mm. <laughs> unless he's packing grenades or some sort, <laughs> he's not going up against no T Rex. Do you remember? Oh, as well, though. do you recognise these tracks? Yes, Tyrannosaur. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, I recognise these tracks from the other times I've seen a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> Even though I just got here and my one ambition is to see a Tyrannosaurus Rex for the first time. Do you remember the game uh, Die Hard Trilogy for the PlayStation? Uh-huh. Where you could play the three different Die Hard games? Yes. Do you remember the second Die Hard game that was like the point and click shoot? I don't like to lose. Yep. yep. Do you remember when you used to get the blue explosive shotgun shells uh-huh. and that? That was the only kind of bullets that would kill T-Rex. Yes. <laughs> that is the like only bullets he could have had. So Although, Peter Stormare shows up here as yes, well. Yes, he right? does. To torture some dinosaurs. Little compies. Hmm, how's he going to die? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Telegraph much? <laughs> Symmetry much? See, <laughs> is it him that stabs the knife into the, one of them? Yes. Yeah. So you're like, he's a dick. He's a dick. He's going to die in a good way that we're going to get to watch because Steven Spielberg will be like, sorry, I've set him up as a dick. I can kill him visually on screen. They're not setting him up as much of a dick as they set up Dennis Nedry, though. There's uh, not like a uh, yeah. Uh, 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 There's uh, not like a uh, bit where he's on a screensaver. I'm going to stab this dinosaur. What's the magic word? Please. <laughs> Tell Samuel Jackson just what to say, motherfucker. <laughs> that screen off. I love a bit here as well, where they get like, what is it? Is it like the tire track or something? Mm-hmm. So they realise that. Oh, we're not alone in this island. Oh, it's a padlock. Yeah. It's a padlock. There's a fucking shitload of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised you've not noticed. Ah, because the camp gets totally destroyed. Yeah, because this is kind of, kind of when we, we see that Vince Vaughn's a bit of a badass that I was mm. talking about earlier on, because he just pulls out some boat cutters from nowhere. Animal activist. And he says, I was, I was kind of sent here undercover for this kind of purpose. And you're like... We were hoping you'd that, all be away by now. That's cool. Like the, those storylines don't really come up <laughs> often. Oh wait, they totally come up all the time. <laughs> so the animal expert here says, "Oh, this baby T Rex has broken its leg. Tell you what, we'll take it back to the battle bus to fix it because I understand nature, and there's no way the mother will come after uh-huh. his child." <laughs> And there's you know, no, I've studied things like you know birds. And <laughs> there's there's no, definitely no way this is going to happen. No. And there's also no way that when we help it get better, its mother won't reject it or eat it. Yeah. Like you say, by studying birds. Because <laughs> they uh, totally uh, don't do uh, that. But chaos theory seems to suggest that the Schumacher... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yes, yes, chaos. Chaos theory. Mm. <laughs> Ross, give me your hand. I'm going to put droplets of water on your hand. <laughs> What we see here. Yeah, this is where he's going to shine with his chaos theory. Yeah. Chaos theory. Ah, ah. (laughs) I'm trying to reach the uh, the uh, the boat man, Uh, Mount Aquata man. (laughs) Ah, that's right, because he's he's just like phoning for the boat. He's trying to get get out now. So they take 
the thing back to the battle bus and they proceed to give it an ultrasound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why they do it. Like, oh, he's got a broken leg. Oh, you work no out shit. with your ultrasound <laughs> machine. No I think the implication was that Pete Potterswaite had probably broken his leg on purpose. on purpose to attract the dad dinosaur that he's looking for. Well, see, the thing is, though, there's, you shouldn't be saying things like, I think the implication is uh, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't suppose we could see a scene with people so <laughs> jump, jump kicking this baby T Rex. I'd love that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the most brutal oh. scenes ever. Oh. I'm set him up as a bad guy. <laughs> just this little. This might sting a bit, son. It's just like breaking firewood. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't have approved this film. <laughs> I like to think he just he just happened upon it and his leg was broken, so he just dragged it. This is, this is a good opportunity. But is it? That's stupid. I mean, it's it's not the worst way to like kill the whole thing. Stupid. If he was the the hunter that he said he was, he wouldn't go. He wouldn't go about it that way. That's a dirty way. Yeah, like even like snipers, like when they like wound somebody so that you come in try to get to the wounded person and then you can pick you up. Mm. Like that scene is like a really dirty move by a sniper. So like if this if this guy's meant to be like a hunter of the highest regard Mm -hmm. who is here to find the final prey, the thing that he's not killed yet, you're right. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do such like a dirty trick. Unless, of course, he saw the first Jurassic Park and what happened to Muldoon. <laughs> Just thought, fuck this, I'm going to kill it as quickly as possible. Yeah, fuck that, dinosaurs are dangerous. <laughs> Keka! <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> Clever puppet. <laughs> also, I don't think an ultrasound can show you bones. I think that's an x-ray they're thinking. <laughs> Which is not really a handheld thing. Not something really. you can get anything <laughs> around with you. But this is all new technology in this truck, van, <laughs> um, bus. That was what was inside the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> An entire x-ray machine. <laughs> <laughs> so the T-Rex mother shows up to roar. Mm. And uh, sorry, but I can't help you out with the rest of this scene because I refuse to make a note. It's a bit of misdirection, isn't it? Because they, they're staring at the cinema screen. They're staring at the screen, looking at us, mm-hmm. and we're going, "Oh God, it must be behind us." Oh, yeah. they go turn around. No, no, it's behind them. Yes, classic Spielberg misdirection. It's also like a classic kind of Jurassic Park moment. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. Like when the kids were in the car in the first one, uh-huh. and it kind of went, and like the head comes down beside yeah. the kind of eye, the eye opening. Yeah, and then like the times where you can see the T Rex head behind the car and mm-hmm. stuff but the kids don't realise it's behind the car but you see it as the view it was quite but, effective but you're, you're right it's the same trick from the first film <laughs> played again in the rain it's nothing like oh that's new mm-hmm. <laughs> so another one appears as well yeah there's not just one there's two this is the sequel Bob yeah. <laughs> so we can't just do what we did in the first one no. it's got to be twice as good mm-hmm. And then from this point in, we don't really see the outside of the battle bus at all. No. It's all played inside the bus. Yeah. I think Spielberg was trying to do something here. Make like, it claustrophobic. Make it claustrophobic, make you feel their fear and all the rest of it. But we just, just have Richard Schiff run around outside it. I just so <laughs> wanted a shot of the outside and then tearing this thing to bits. 
Yeah, kind of like if you'd saw the two T-Rexes either side it, yeah. an establishing shot. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. He'd be like, not the battle bus. Not the battle <laughs> bus. has been my favourite character so far. Whereas you just get the inside of it and they're tearing it to bits, which is fine because they're big mechanical monsters and you know what, I wouldn't want to be on the back end of that. Because no. they, they could really kill you. Yeah. Because um, uh... um, they're just all hydraulics. Oh, you met in real life. In real life, yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Oh fuck. Leave the set for that one. You wouldn't get to trust the trust the operator. Stan, is it okay if I stand? Oh yeah, fuck My head. Stan must have been pretty old by this time. Sorry. I never liked him anyway. Is he? No, he's not English now. Stan Winston wasn't English. Poor fucker's dead now. Is he? Is he John Hammond? Yes. Welcome. To my creature heaven. <laughs> he sounded a little like Spielberg, and he actually looked a bit like Spielberg too. Oh, did he? Yeah. So they fix up the T Rex with this like ridiculous field medic kind of ability. Yes. So what they do is they like <laughs> they take the take the leg, bandage it up, put a splint against it, but something that that'll that'll fall away with time as mm. it heals. But something that apparently he can put all his weight on straight away. Yes. Strong enough to do that. Um, Lollipop stick? Uh, yeah, and also chewing gum. Chewing gum. Used in it. Yep. My best bit. That would need to be a huge lollipop stick. <laughs> <laughs> seen the whole joke about like how small T-Rex's mm. front arms are. It's the back legs you've got to worry about. They're fucking huge. Mm. Mm. I think you'd be better stripping a bit of wood off a pallet for like <laughs> for that thing's legs. To be honest, could have shaved a bit of wood off a tree before she got into the battle bus. Tape Vince Bond to his leg. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Goldblum and his daughter ended up um, up the high hide. Yeah, Goldblum and his daughter ended up in the high hide, um, put the way. Yeah. While they're fixing this leg, and Ian can't get in touch with them, so he runs back to the trailer. Because he's and that's when the baby the T Rex attacks. He's the dad of the year, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> His daughter's like, "Don't leave, please, please, don't leave." I'll be right back. And he's like, "I'll leave." Okay, right, I won't leave. Jenny. Just hook myself into this harness and bye. <laughs> yep. What <Poor> guy? <laughs> oh, no, Jim, cutting while I'm away. <laughs> right, Eddie, I'm leaving. Right, don't you leave. <laughs> you stay here with my daughter. Ten minutes later, yeah, Eddie's off as well. <laughs> See how in the first um, Jurassic Park, it was just really like, was it Land, Land Rover? <laughs> <laughs> like whatever yeah, they don't expect that in this one. <laughs> Ford Explorers, I think they were. Yeah, like whatever their like trucks were that they drove about uh-huh. in, right? They um, they weren't really designed to like withhold anything. They were just meant to look like mm. off-roady so that you could feel like you were going on a safari. This battle bus. They've got the experience of the first Jurassic yep. Park, so they're like, right, we need something that can withstand a T-Rex tearing us apart. Would you not even electrify the outside of it? Something like that, but they pretty much make it just a bus with some bars over the windows. Because even in the book, I'm pretty sure they've got perimeters set up as well. Yeah. So they can detect movement. That would make sense. Or something that looked like, you know those like storm chaser vehicles? Yeah. They're like like a triangle, so they kind of get lift, lifted off the ground, and they're like, well, we're down with lead. Something like that might be able to withstand a T-Rex or something, yeah, you think? You would think. No, no, we'll just take a bendy boss and just glue some bars to the windows. That'll be enough, eh? Quite thin, thin steel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Looks like just corrugated. Yeah. Corrugated steel. 
It's like the bosses that they make in uh, Dawn of the Dead remake, when they're like, let's escape in these it's, buses. It's no better than okay. any Mad Max vehicle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mad Max could have made a better battle yeah, boss than this. I think so. <laughs> so yeah, the T-Rexes attack. Yeah, and they kind of push the bus, well, one half of the bendy bus. We assume they're pushing the bus because the characters tell us they're pushing the bus. Again, you're right. No establishing shots, so we don't actually we know don't that actually it's see. them that's pushing the bus. It could We're just be Richard Schiff going, you dicks. Fuck yous. But we do see I a couple your of... Daughter. <laughs> couple of, there's a close-up to the, the two animals' mouths attacking the front of the bus. Yeah. But I, I still would like an establishing shot. To see the T-Rex. To see the T-Rexes. See the little one that Vince Vaughn had in his hands. Mm-hmm. See when he was like carrying it on the bus and you could see like there obviously wasn't anybody like controlling any limbs or anything. Mm-hmm. That was actually really no. good. No. Oh, no, 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 no. No? No, Bob showed me this earlier. <laughs> going to rock your world. <laughs> rock my world. Because I, I actually, when he was like carrying it on, you I was like, quite that it. looks really mm-hmm. good, actually. It was, yeah. <laughs> Let's have a look at this, shall we? <laughs> see the evidence while well, I've still got 7% battery left. Marder water, ma'am. Hold on. You're looking around about his wee leg area when he comes in. Still out there? <laughs> Might that be a big blue cable? <laughs> I, I don't Attached to the back, back around Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> don't think that's meant to be there. I don't think that's meant to be there. <laughs> Awful. Well, I'm off. I spotted that even the left. left. Yeah. in the cinema because I knew how they controlled it. You're going to film me here, aren't you? I oh, know you aren't, are you? You fuckers. <laughs> you lazy fuckers. <laughs> that looked good. But that looked good. Couldn't even fucking not now. No. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to watch it again. Uh, uh, <laughs> now I've seen that battery. <laughs> so yeah, one half of the bendy boss is hanging over the edge of this cliff, yeah. and uh, the other half isn't. Richard Schiff comes down to try and save the day, rope round the tree, down inside the bus, throws the rope. Is out. there anything you want? Yeah, uh, double cheeseburger. Oh, oh, oh. oh, please. No onions on mine. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just dangling off the edge of a fucking cliff. I'm going to make a hilarious joke. I've got time to make quips. <laughs> Fuck. Can I order a quip with that cheeseburger? <laughs> At this point, it was more like because of the music as well. It was like that. It was more like Thunderbirds than it was like Jurassic Park. Do you think as well they saved the the wide shot of the two T Rexes coming out for this one scene? Like you were more and wow. Like, you, he was expecting that sort of reaction from you, Spielberg? Yeah. But really, anybody would have been just like, well, where did those T-Rexes go? How mm. come Richard Schiff's able to run around so freely? Yeah. They disappeared again and then came back. Yeah, they just, like, disappeared out of the forest. Did they go and charge their battery packs? <laughs> <laughs> Better take this little dinosaur back with us. His battery, his battery's nearly dead. But, uh, yeah... So, like he said, one of the most likable characters mm-hmm. in it. That's going to kill him, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, even he's got he's got the winch round it as well, uh-huh. and uh, he's like pulling the bus back. Yeah, and that's what attracts the T Rexes back. Yeah, because he's I'm like hammering the accelerator, but he's getting the bus back off edge, mm-hmm. and then uh, 
the the T Rex has come in and eat the top of the car, yeah. and he's like, ah, but he's still got his foot on the accelerator because he's a good he's guy. He's a good guy. Our heroes are clinging to a rope. Yes, for dear life. At this point, and then just like we we see him get like eaten in two. Yeah, as he struggles to get the gun. Yeah, because apparently T Rex has shared their food. You know yes. what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a scene from the hit movie Jaws. Yes. <laughs> when a character gets bitten in half. Mm. Don't you think? What were you, Ross? <laughs> it does, it does. I remember that scene where Peter Frampton got bitten in <laughs> <laughs> Jaws is Peter Frampton. <laughs> <laughs> so, it ends up with a bus falling off a cliff anyway. Yep. And then... Holding on a rope mm-hmm. from inside the bus as the bus um, falls, falls through and, them. And they go through the bus. I think the best way to describe it was um, you know that scene in those old black and white films where the whole house falls over and the person sitting in the front lawn yeah. in the chair just goes neatly through the window at mm-hmm. the top floor? That happens with this bus. <laughs> it is, it's um, a bit die hard four, isn't it? It's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. That's another way of phrasing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit ridiculous. So then they decide to go on their pilgrimage to Well, they get saved by they get saved by the hunters who were coming to beat the shit out of them because they let all their fucking dinosaurs. Say, we've, we've glossed over the one scene that probably was the most tension filled scene in the entire bloody thing. What was that? Was Julianne Moore on the glass? Oh yeah. It's yeah. like Everybody in the cinema was. Because <gasps> 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 <laughs> she's on the the back windscreen. Yeah, did you say? and then after that, Nibdi was like, <gasps> "Oh wow!" People were like, oh, oh, "Double cheeseburgers." <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we're going to McDonald's after this. Or, uh, there was never a scene that was more full of tension than that scene. <laughs> Was even though that fucking bus would be double strength, triple strength glass. Yes, again, Bob. It was. It seemed to have been the. It's just window glass <laughs> in your house. <laughs> just some glass I'd line in my back look, garden. Eddie was on a budget, okay. <laughs> but he, he could only use what he had. <laughs> well, we we'll, we'll, we'll put bars over these back windows. Well, the, the have, have you done? Have you done the side ones? <laughs> look, we put bars on the back ones but we've only put one set of hinges on it so if anything impacts it that's going to fall off okay? but nothing should impact it it'll be fine it will never be hanging upside down <laughs> that would be ridiculous that would be it's not as that if would be like stupid pick it up and swing it around or anything <laughs> that would be tension free <laughs> so yeah so now the hunters and the gatherers all sort of meet oh well, yeah they get together for reasons of survival. Is it? Is that? Is that what it was? Is it? But at this point, I guess. <laughs> we Eddie's been munched. The fucking thing's getting launched off the edge of the cliff, and Pete Pothelswitz there um, to help them up off the cliff. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, even at the time, where the fuck are the two T Rexes now? Because now yeah. there's a fucking buffet for them. <laughs> They've got their pick of human beings they can nibble now. Yeah. They've just disappeared again. Quickly, they're not making lots of noise now. That's true. With all their million of them shouting <laughs> and all their backpack lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a real kind of X Files light thing going on. Isn't mm. there? They're mm. very X Files. Can't stand the line here as well where Ian Malcolm 
says to Roland about the about the wee comment he gives about Eddie's sacrifice. Mm. You, you, the, the, the T-Rex is just fed. I assume you're talking about Eddie. Yeah. Do you mind? The man sacrificed his life and saved our lives by giving his. It's like, oh, please, we know. We were here. We watched it. We watched our favourite character die. <laughs> Bring him back. <laughs> Vince Vaughn alone cannot save this one. <laughs> Especially if he's not even allowed to be in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> and it's from here on in that Julianne Moore's wearing that fucking jacket. The blood smeared. St- bloodstained. T-Rex baby bloodstained jacket. <laughs> Right, so they say... I smell my baby's blood. <laughs> what a fucking great animal expert she is. They decide to go towards the island. He thought that's what he even calls her up on her one bit. Yeah. Are you bleeding? No, it's the T-Rex. And she blood. doesn't even think. Oh, Christ, that's the T-Rex blood. I better get rid of this. So, I was in... Tra- like, I'd never thought before because of the crisis, but now I've got time to think about it. Yeah. I'm putting another shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> or no shirt. <laughs> As is my want. <laughs> As it is, no sharp Sunday. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> On Jurassic Park <laughs> Island. So as, as, as Pete Bothelswit says, they get this movable feast underway. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> they're going to the centre of the island where they hope there is a communications device right. to send out for help. Oh, That's okay. Why. That's what they're hoping for. You know, these two parties find their way quite easily to this lost world, don't they? <laughs> Which they know where it is. Can I just say as well, when they come up the cliff and they meet the hunters, mm-hmm. they've got his daughter, Ian Malcolm's daughter's there. Yeah. She was last seen in the high hive. Did she shout down and say, hello, help? <laughs> My dad abandoned me. <laughs> so again, they've rescued her <laughs> and brought, brought her to him. It seems so. Convenient. Oh, what are you doing here? Well, I snuck in the van and because my dad didn't get me an appropriate babysitter. Okay, we'll look after you. <laughs> we're going to call social services yeah. when we get back, right? As yeah, soon as right. we get back to the island, we are we're off this island. We are I believe the leaves in chaos today, but for fuck's sake, <laughs> look after your daughter. So he left you, he abandoned you, and then Eddie Carr abandoned you. <laughs> Alan Grant would never abandon kids. <laughs> And he no. hates kids. He hates kids, but he does make sure they survive. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, <laughs> definitely true. <laughs> I think that's what you call being a hero. <laughs> often, a hero, often the best character for your lead character. <laughs> yeah. Even in that third one, where he can't stand the kid, yeah. well, probably we assumed. Mm, but yeah. he sees a kinship in him because he's a survivor <laughs> as well. I've just, yeah? I've just remembered the bit where they had to cross that foggy bridge, yeah. and he was like, "Stand back, kids! I'll go. <laughs> I'll go over second. <laughs> now that I know the way's clear." <laughs> right, Peter Stormare's death. Yay! Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> How long do we spend on this? Is it a good five, ten minutes? That's oh, ridiculous. It's Spielberg's just clearly loving the reflection of the water and him running in the water. Eh? He loves the bit with the the guys on the headphones. And Peter Sturmey is like, oh, "I'm going to be five minutes. I'm going for a piss," and the guy couldn't hear him because he's listening to the Mexican music on the headphones. Yeah. He, on his Sony Walkman. On his Sony Walkman. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I think Spielberg loved, loved that wee moment. <laughs> So he, he gets. I've told you about the Sony Walkman radio I used to have. 
No, no. I don't think you have. Um, you could listen to the radio as you walked. But the only problem is you had to be still. <laughs> what? So you had to be still to like get a signal. Yeah. <laughs> I had that so problem. I used to listen to Off the Ball, which is a really good radio show in Scotland. And when I get to a funny bit, I'd like have to slow down and stop. So I, could... <laughs> I only ever had that problem with CD Walkmans. Oh, they used to skip. Oh my god, they oh, skip like yeah. crazy. Just the look at the wrong way. Yeah. I used to have one that you could press like an anti, like a shock function on mm-hmm. it. But only worked for ten seconds. Yeah. Like, why? Why would you be pressing that? Okay. <laughs> oh, I never had that. I'm going to have to have sex quickly for ten seconds. I better press this button so I don't skip a song while I'm listening to Peter Frampton while I'm doing it. <laughs> well, you were fourteen. At that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably double the time you needed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're off to find the centre of the Earth. island. Island. No, yeah. the Earth. No, sorry. <laughs> centre of this film <laughs> they're off to find the film they're off to find the film <laughs> <laughs> the terrible film of Lost World <laughs> and Pete Potter eh, not Pete Potter's wait um, and Peter Stormare dead dead <laughs> death by a million little bites so they get I guess they miss him another ten minutes later and then go look for him and they tell us that he's dead <laughs> we off get, screen we don't get to see it don't get to see it because <laughs> it's PG but he's, he's dead. He's well it's dead. It's the least surprising death in yeah, cinema history. Pretty much. So this is when they've actually made camp. Yeah. Yeah, they come back and they say, oh, look, we found him, he's dead. Oh, that's right, because this is the T-Rex rape scene, isn't it? This is, I sniff you a lot. I <laughs> uh, maybe just... <laughs> Let's go where the wild goose goes. <laughs> I just... smell Pete Postlethwaite. <laughs> where did you It smells mean? good. <laughs> I just parch your flaps and stick my nose in. <laughs> you're talking about a tent there, Bob, aren't you? <laughs> Please tell me you're talking about the tent. <laughs> yeah, the tent, obviously. The tent flaps. Is there something Can that we can tag you're... this as, as above explicit? <laughs> <laughs> can you tell me you're talking about another thing, please? <laughs> no, it's the tent flaps. <laughs> I'm nearly there, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> this is at the shock function. <laughs> So on my new website, Erotic Fiction. <laughs> erotic Dinosaur Fiction. <laughs> those poor wee T-Rexes can't masturbate with those tiny hands. That's why they were so angry. <laughs> Just sexually frustrated. <laughs> if only porn had been invented. <laughs> well, that still wouldn't have helped them. <laughs> no. Yeah, which has made it worse. That's why they were so angry. Damn it! We're back and still we can't... <laughs> We're back and they've brought out these huge monitors to blast porn on. <laughs> <laughs> well, they must have tiny penises because you never see one. That is the mother. But how, well, how funny <laughs> would it have been to see the mother with like eight different teats? <laughs> <laughs> how to make a T Rex less intimidating? <laughs> Add nipples. <laughs> Save milk in the oh. other. There's some sick in-gen <laughs> somewhere. Oh. I, I just got to know what T-Rex milk tastes like. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, it's got just a, a doodle book just full of T-Rexes with big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you Grimlock. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so T-Rex attacks a tent that Julianne Moore's in. 
Why? Because she's got the fucking jacket stained with baby T Rex blood. Yep. She realizes. Shoot her! (laughs) Clever girl. (laughs) Stupid girl. (laughs) (laughs) Even if she's had it pointed out to her already. I know! Because David Cope is nothing but a telegrapher. (laughs) And she should be like the queen of the survivalists. (laughs) So. Pete gets his gun. Yeah, Pete gets his gun. PD card is <laughs> Malcolm freezes so in fear uh-huh. after he realises the T-Rex has gone after um, Julianne Moore and his daughter Yep. and the only thing he, he can thinks, think to do what would a hero do at this time wait a minute what would a hero not do freeze <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> a hero would freeze in absolute terror <laughs> he wouldn't rush to the tent that his daughter is in <laughs> to try and save his daughter by distracting the T-Rex like he did in the first film that's what you call a hero Ian Malcolm tickle its teeth my goodness let me squeeze out a wee bit of milk <laughs> one for the flask I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he does it in the first film, doesn't he? To two st- random kids that he doesn't even know. He tries to save their lives. He tries life. to milk them. No, he tries to distract them. <laughs> I don't T-Rex. remember that. <laughs> well, he tried to milk her earlier, didn't he not? With that long hug. He said it was quite offensive. Okay, Ross, I'm back on your side. <laughs> but in the first film, he runs out the car, distracting the T Rex, to save the kids. Yeah. In this film, he freezes with fucking fear. Yeah. Because he's not learnt his lessons. Because he's not the, the Well, that worked before. I'll not do that. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Grant said to fear, that, uh, to, to, to pause and, and not run. So I'll do, I'll do that. Yeah, but your daughter's in danger. Your actual daughter. Not two strange random kids not, you've never not, seen. Not Timothy Treadwell. Yeah. Get, get in there. <laughs> get a frying pan and get in there. <laughs> so another unbelievable action or inaction yeah definitely inaction because they just I think, I think um, Vince Vaughn rescues them because he comes running up with them yeah, yeah. Their arm. so they run away for this T-Rex yeah. together into uh, like a waterfall cave <laughs> a romantic <cavern>. waterfall <laughs> um, where one of the beardy hunters gets eaten yeah the beardy hunter by the way who despite meant it be like the bad guy hunter is actually like really liberal and like knows everything about all the because animals. Because they brought him along after. for that because they, they needed oh, an expert. Oh, is that what he yeah. was? Was it? Right. They needed an expert. By the way, how long has this park been abandoned again? It's like four weeks. This or is or? no, this is site B. So this so has been like four years ah, abandoned. It it looks like a park. Whereas they said it was a research facility, just that yeah, was where they that was where they like bred them. Bread them it's the tackiest up. research facility I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> a research facility should not have a McDonald's. In it. <laughs> a T Rex burger. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't uh, want. That, I wouldn't that one didn't survive. Oh damn! Frying tonight. <laughs> the want best to... meat is in the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to try the milkshake. <laughs> 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 that's a lot of milk though <laughs> jeez that's a tanker's worth <laughs> you just need like two and that would like do a couple of years <laughs> right so if they don't make their money from Jurassic Park is there just t- like two female T-Rexes <laughs> pinned to some fucking milking machine somewhere <laughs> and they're making money off of that can I just say though please can we have a fucking character scene uh, well, please it's just like it's just running from dinosaurs running and being eaten by dinosaurs fucking roadhouse is more nuanced than this 
<laughs> ah, because the guy, the, the the hunter guy with the beard, yeah, gets a snake down his chest and runs out into the water. That's right. Waterfall, and obviously T Rex is out there waiting for them. Next thing you hear, crunch, crunch, munch, munch, and a bit of red water Blood. appears. Because again, PG, PG. <laughs> and then after that, I guess it's I guess it's okay. <laughs> it's it's so on. Okay. It's okay to go because he's had something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and Pete Bottleswick, obviously, his gun's jammed or there's no bullets in it, I think. Well, I, yeah, the bullets that. Promptly pisses his one opportunity down yeah. his leg. Yeah. The, the bullets have been changed over, doesn't it? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, you yeah. see them at the end, it's like he's got the other bullets. So. So, David Cope at this point gets sick of writing T Rex and decides to write Velociraptor for a while. <laughs> <laughs> So, Velociraptor's inside the research facility. Okay, can we get to it? There's the famous. Can we just fucking get There's to a it? famous scene in the grass, the long grass, yeah. where uh, people no. face wee character, wee, 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 wee buddy, yeah. um, dies. Yep. Which, um, at the time, everybody talked about it. Like, you just see the, the lines in the grass go yeah. towards the hunters, and I guess that was maybe another point where the audience went, ooh. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a bad then, thing. You don't know anybody that really dies. You never really get to know Pete Bottleswit's we we buddy. Yeah. So, so you have no like, character what's the fucking point? Please, can we just get to it? So let's get to it. <laughs> Go on then, Grant. The fucking balance beam. <laughs> Why is there a balance beam in this bar? It's just just a random... Because it's just a random, random pole, Grant. Because David Cope <laughs> likes to telegraph things so much. <laughs> How could it's just like gymnastics save you from this script is basically three pages photocopied a hundred times. <laughs> so yeah, instead of you're right, instead of T Rex now it's Velociraptor. <laughs> and this he's he's, go, he's he's gone into Microsoft Word mm-hmm. and he's gone find and replace. <laughs> pages sixty to hundred, find and replace. <laughs> So, yeah. at which point Stephen's like mm, I'm not sure if we want to end this film here let's have another half an hour well <laughs> for fuck's sake okay change back T-Rex <laughs> they did have a, a chase scene across rooftops with uh, pterodactyls and velociraptors I think pterodactyls were going to be after that well this, this was going to be the end of the film right and then Spielberg I guess is the only man in Hollywood that can change his mind last minute <laughs> Because they did production designs and everything around this scene. Yeah. And then Spielberg, I guess you see pterodactyls at the end. Ah, Spielberg changed like, his mind. We might as well use them. <laughs> he was like, no, I want it in San Diego. But isn't that whole... Back in the city. Isn't the opening scene a pterodactyl attack? Or am I thinking of the first book? I think you're talking... I think that's the yeah, first yeah, book. Yeah. Well, the balance beam. Mm. So the daughter, Jim Canacine... She twirls round and probably breaks both of her ankles and walks her out her face. <laughs> if she's not having had them eaten off. <laughs> yeah, the, the what the fuck is this going on? This 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 child is literally propelling itself into my mouth. Oh, <laughs> oh snacks. snacks. <laughs> it's walking towards Ian Malcolm and it stops to be kinda of like oh, there seems to be some sort of human being on a balance beam <laughs> oh, wait a minute they come in baby size big size <laughs> lovely chicken nuggets <laughs> oh we needed a snack <laughs> finger food oh no that cut that out it's <laughs> dirty so that's like this five stone girl yep. punts a twenty stone dinosaur at least through a window. Mm-hmm. How did she get cut from the team? Is the big joke as well. She she might have been good at gymnastics. because there wasn't a velociraptor <laughs> kicking. <laughs> that was, was not part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and kick the velociraptor. 
<laughs> well, your flourish isn't very good on that. <laughs> It'd be great if I like cut back to our gymnastics teacher. They all laughed at me when I included this velociraptor <laughs> event. <laughs> It'd be funnier though if they cut back to Ian Malcolm and he was taking pictures or video of the whole thing to take back to the teacher. You cut her from the team? Her? Using the Nikon camera. (laughs) Of course. Look at these great pictures on this lovely Nikon camera. I give her a 10 out of 10. (laughs) I give her 10 granolas out of 10. Does your daughter save you from velociraptors? I think not. (laughs) That's because you don't have granola eating Nikon (laughs) Pepsi got (laughs) done. So yeah, I hate that moment. It is, so I think it is possibly my worst. My could least. we could we have lived without that in the entire film? Yes, yes. I think we could. Yes. Have. Yeah. Do, do you think we could live without that in life in general? Yes. Yes. So like this would be embarrassing in House of the Dead. It's not yeah. embarrassing. I think a better scene would have been the the the, the, the Velociraptor just losing its balance. Yeah. And falling. Yeah. If if she like walked across it. Yeah. She even... distracted it. Ah. By doing. He's like, what the fuck is going on here? And falls out. Mm-hmm. What if they've thrown something at it? <laughs> Just anything. Anything other than this. It is like something from a bad kung fu film, isn't it? <laughs> like, swing, 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 kick. Yeah. I just pictured her throwing a goblin bomb on Like the end of Spider-Man That's pretty awful. So Julia Moore's trying to get escape as well. The green yeah. goblin at the end of Spider-Man 2 looks a bit like a velociraptor, doesn't he? <laughs> Quite a lot. So you, Julia Moore's trying digging, to digging in the dirt to try and get out from the, the board underneath. Well, that was <laughs> that was before. That was, yeah. But um, what does happen, and I didn't see this, but was uh, the bit where they call for help uh-huh. and a helicopter comes. What happened there? They called for help. And, and somebody helped, helped, helped them straight away. Well, Vince Vaughn was calling for help. Like, oh, that's the right, he does. He calls like broken arrows. Because you he's not in any of these action scenes. Yeah, yeah. He's busy on the radio. So then, like we he say, he said, "Tell you what, guys, you handle that side. I'll just... <laughs> I'm quite happy on the old CB. I've got this. Don't worry. Breaker, <laughs> breaker. I'm good on a <laughs> Got Smokey Bear on her tail. <laughs> Come back. We've got bear on the ground. <laughs> so they they go back to where San Diego. San Diego. Where apparently they never showed the film classic King Kong because <laughs> they think it's fine. We'll just take the dinosaurs to San Diego. And of course, there's a horrendous plot um, loop by a plot uh, hole a here, bubble, yeah. which is quite a famous one. Like a lot of people have talked about this. The boat it's carrying the dinosaurs. The dinosaur is trapped in a hull in a cargo hold. Yeah, the T-Rex. Yeah, the T-Rex has killed the crew, and it's like, well, how did it do that? Yeah, because it was trapped in the cargo hold, <laughs> and how did it get in a little house anyway, <laughs> with no damage or anything? What little house? The, like the little house that the where they're driving the boat. The captains, <laughs> the French, the French. How did the they get in the names. The little house. I'm genuinely I have no idea what you're talking about. The little house, you know, on top of the boat, you know, the top bit. I've served in the navy. That's what the Queen calls it. <laughs> <laughs> Captain on the little house. <laughs> I, I, seen, I seen the Queen and Prince Philip the other day in Edinburgh. Did you? Yeah. Were they being eaten by two dicks? No. But it's not relevant to this film. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's meant to imply that maybe a, t- a the baby T Rex got out or something like that, or maybe a Velociraptor had been on the boat. But then you never know. 
Why pose questions if you're not going to answer them? Yeah, there needs to be a bit of Well, no, they say, they do say, is there any other dinosaurs in the boat? No. No, <laughs> no there wasn't. No. So I just assume maybe if it was a Velociraptor, it was so, jumped overboard. It's so intricate that it's even eating the pilot just down, yeah. so it's just a hand That's holding right. on. So it's just yeah. a wee set of jaws. Yeah. So I was thinking baby T-Rex. But then even then, how do you get the fucking thing back in the water? How do you get them back in the, the cargo hold? Somebody must still be alive. It's just the sort of thing where... Yeah, it's, it's just lazy. It's a huge, it's lazy. huge plot hole. It is lazy. So... T-Rex Rampage <laughs> yes uh, this was round about the time Godzilla was just gearing up to come out mm. it'd be out the next year so it started putting out trailers going size does matter because Jurassic Park 2 was coming out ah. and so I think Spielberg kind of thought to himself fuck you I'm going to come out first <laughs> and I'm going to have a bit in a city top that <laughs> did you know what Star Wars Episode 1 did no. In this particular debate. What did what Star Wars Episode 1 do? Their fake teaser trailer that Lucasfilm put out was Plot Does Matter. Most <laughs> 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 ironic. <laughs> what was that meant to be an insult to? That's Godzilla. To Godzilla for having no plot. Because it said the makers of Episode 1. <laughs> Godzilla was horrendous, but Episode 1 was worse. Yes. <laughs> Why were they in such pitched battles? I don't understand. I think because maybe Lucas felt offended on Spielberg's behalf uh, for the, the Godzilla, the, the folk that made Godzilla. But as he really didn't need to have to, I mean, fucking Godzilla made a lot of money. Surely it was just the like Lost World made double. Good jibing yeah. banter between directors. So. No, no real reason to keep it going. Well, on. the good thing about that is. Beverly Hills Cop 3 is George Lucas is that what we're talking about yeah <laughs> the good thing about that that's is, what he's most known for isn't it because he's released that <laughs> and episode 1 was shite you're right you can beat him on the head with it now yeah <laughs> plot does matter yeah yeah it does George <laughs> loved Indiana Jones 4 George yeah <laughs> take your own fucking advice pal <laughs> why don't you just take a fucking backseat and produce your film George that's a good idea or sell them yeah yeah good idea right so we Rampage through San Diego Rampage through San Diego David Coab gets eaten here he's the regular does he? he's the guy who gets eaten outside the video shop uh, do, do we have much more to say about this <laughs> like, is this, we know what's going to happen the, the helicopter just like fucking Saigon eh Julianne Moore <laughs> <laughs> oh and Alice Howard gets eaten here does he? Yeah. Oh, that takes forever to happen. It does. It does. He follows um, Julia Moore, who's kidnapped the little mm. baby T-Rex again. He didn't even know dinosaurs were there. He's just followed them. <laughs> so he's, he's followed them onto the boat. They took it to the gar- cargo hold. They're waiting now I want to for the daddy T-Rex. Teat. <laughs> waiting for the daddy T-Rex to come in so they can close the cargo hold. Arliss Howard wanders in. Munch, munch, munch. Close the cargo hold. End of film. Oh, they go, yeah, they take the mini T-Rex yeah. from where it's not <laughs> being <Mini>. guarded. <laughs> That's what babies are. The mini person. There's <laughs> yeah, a whole huge chase scene, isn't there? With the T-Rex and Julianne Moore. But there's no guards there. They it's only like, show up just as they're leaving. They're like, are you going to kill us by shooting us through the head? Yes! Yes, I am! <laughs> You're taking away something that's worth a fucking fortune! <laughs> Millions, if not billions. Of course I'm going to fucking shoot you in the head. At least shoot your tyres out and call... It's more than my up. job is worth, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of on the T-Rex's side as well. Yeah. 
I want him to kill all the humans and balance beams around here. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was looking for, just more balance beams. He's like, I've seen these little humans flopping into people with mouths. <laughs> there's, there's one thing I have to mention is... Do you remember... You know how Spielberg loves these looking scenes? Uh-huh. Do you remember Jeff Goldblum's reaction shot to when the T-Rex notices them? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's not making William any Shatner. sound? The, baby, the baby's not making any sound. How's he going to know? William Shatner in Star Trek IV. Uh-huh. When he sees oh. Spock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is his level of reaction. <laughs> it's level 10 reactions. It's All the way. Reactions. It's off the scale. He <laughs> 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 dies. Ah, oh, you're right. It's, in fact, it's beyond Shatner. It's, it's Hammy. Shatner when he's playing a double version of himself. It's like ultra Hammy. Oh, I hate the bit as well where the police in Animal Control Van uh-huh. are going to get the T-Rex and then... Because that's going to It work. roars, so they turn away and drive away. That's funny. And <laughs> you have to really pay attention and use your zoom button to work out that it's an animal control van because it's so poorly framed. So what you're saying is it's a poor joke? Yes. You're right. Yes. <laughs> you're right, sir. <laughs> yes, I am. This film is a poor joke. <laughs> Can I just say as well, nobody puts baby T-Rex in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You see the size of that thing as well. Like, yes. that could still easily eat them. Mm-hmm. Like, when you consider dogs can kill people. Yep. A baby T Rex that looks about the size of a cow. If it wasn't attached to that battery belt. So <laughs> then, when they finally get him back in the hold, that Ian Malcolm's like, ah, ah, this is kind of all our fault. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe even, we're... the boat even comes in and destroys the town. Yeah. Like,. And speed too. Yeah. Destroys the dock. <laughs> he is the worst person since Jason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> right. So I think that's it. That's the film done, isn't it? We have talked about every single aspect of it. Yes. <laughs> every single two-hour <laughs> aspect. Made in 1997. Surely one of the worst years in cinema history. Yes. We've talked about this yes. before. Yes. Let's name the other things that came out that year. I can. Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> Speed 2. The year for crashing things Lost in space that year as well. Uh, Lost in space was the next year, same oh. year as Godzilla. <laughs> You'll be glad to know. It's a really bad time. It's like the depression for films. Oh. What do we have? Well, we've got Turbulence, oh. Jackie, Jackie Chan's, Chan's First, First Strike, Strike, Beverly Hills Ninja, Metro, Fierce Creatures, Dante's Peak, Dante's Peak. Volcano is Booty Jungle Call. to Jungle. Liar, liar. Liar, liars. That's I went to see that. Baps. Baps. Yeah, 1997's Batman and Robin. Face off. Face off. This is the year that cinema wants to forget. <laughs> the year yeah. that cinema ate itself. <laughs> <laughs> like a T-Rex munching its own teeth. <sighs> George of the Jungle. Air Force Air One. Air Force One, if you've ever rewatched hey, that. Good. Jesus. Get off my plane. <laughs> Here comes the good guys. <laughs> yeah, the Americans, eh? they probably use drones now and shoot your fucking plane down, Mr. President. Although, I've got to mention some honourable mentions. Good Burger <laughs> and uh, Free Willy 3, The Rescue. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just scrub out 1997? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I know there's some good films that year, but... We'll just pretend they came out another year. <laughs> they had to fight through some amount of shit to get to their screens. So, jump the shark moments, gentlemen. Grant? Means is a quickie. Okay. Just like sex. 
Only with Just like mother. sex with a T-Rex. <laughs> the scene where they show up and Julianne Moore's looking at the Stegosauruses at the beginning. Oh, yeah. We're on camera. Her, <laughs> she gets her gun out. Oh, she has the gun and she has the camera and she, she's just taking pictures. And Ian Malcolm says, shoot them. And she says, they're protecting their baby. And he says, so am I. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That actually offended me even more than did Jim Carrey. <laughs> so am I. It's a really sleazy line, isn't it? Yes. Bob? Um, for me, I didn't even get five minutes into this. Really? <laughs> yeah, I just point out my one's like eight minutes in. <laughs> I knew as soon as the credits appeared, and like I said at the beginning with the, the music, there was mm. no entrance, there was no fanfare. This is it was just like, here we are, Lost World, Lost the World. next one. Um, yeah, posh people on an island. Um, yeah, boring scene here on a subway. And there's a boring scene here in a bedroom filmed in the most boring light, in the most boring way you can possibly imagine. Yeah, I'm Steven Spielberg. Good night. With a man who seems to be doing like a subpar Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I could see Spielberg. Oh, hello, puppet. I could you want to go to the Jurassic Park? <laughs> I could see Spielberg's framed it in such a way that he's tried to make it interesting, but mm. it's still some fucking bastard's bedroom yeah. it's still boring and the worst bit is David Coat got a, a little note that he had pinned to his desk saying when do we get to the island because some eight year old had written it a letter to the writer to Jurassic oh, Park yeah. when, get to the island quicker please it's like fucking David Coat you didn't even take your own advice <laughs> even when we got to the island it was shit <laughs> <laughs> jeez and then Spielberg he said he didn't want another Jaws 2 in his hands how Implying that Jaws 2 was as shit as this. <laughs> no. Jaws 2 is pretty shit. But it, I'd still rather watch Jaws 2 than this. Than this shit. Because at least it's got characters doing right things. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And a hero who does heroic things. So if, when I've got the Jurassic Park box set in my house, which I do in the Blu rays, um, I watch the first one and the third one. I tend not to watch the second one. Well, for me, the Jump the Shark moment was. It was so watchable. Up to a point, if you were just switching your brain off and just mm-hmm. going, uh, dinosaurs, uh, oh, dinosaurs, I've been looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dolph Lundgren. Well. Um, so you're watching it with a cast of expendables. <laughs> People that can't talk. Mickey <laughs> <laughs> Rook sitting there going, <laughs> um, and the Harrison Ford's going, ah, my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, like it was, it was watchable, and they could have actually gotten away with not having the other team, like bad guys, uh-huh. if, like, they had just done something different from the point that they were hanging over the cliff. If it had went from that to being what the third one was, I'll <laughs> give it a little bit of credit here. It was just about survival then, mm-hmm. and it was on like an old island, which it was, which is what the plot of the third one is. It, well, the, the third one's generally considered to be better. Would you guys agree yes. with that? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a third one. Third one is better. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, got no. Alan Grant in it. Sam Neill's back. Alan. 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 And apart from that one scene, <laughs> the fucking talking yeah, the... velociraptor. 
<laughs> the rest of it's pretty fucking entertaining. I just really want to watch that because of that. <laughs> well, when you watch it, hey, we watched it, and yeah. it's like Sam Neill is a survivalist character who does not give two shits about anybody else no. apart he, from himself. He wants that, to survive the island, and it's great. That sounds like a giggle, though. It is. Whereas you've got the balance beam in this, which is just fucking turned. This is just yeah. all set up and no delivery. It's just Sorry, shit. Ross, go on. <laughs> so yeah, they if. If it had went someplace else after that scene when the battle bus was hanging over the cliff and it just went to survival and oh we've lost mm. whatever his name Richard Schiff's character um, he was a good guy he was a good guy let's just try and survive and we've got these T Rexes chasing us and we can't go to the interior because the Velociraptors are there that I, I, I would have watched that mm-hmm. and that would have been like thirty minutes more after that point where the the car was hanging over the cliff and and I would have enjoyed it whereas. Yeah, it's severely. It's subpar to start with, like you say, with the shit intro and everything. But then to just it just goes along and then takes a further step down. At that point, just leaves a sour taste. Yeah, well, it goes from that to being predators. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Actually, like (laughs) you just like follow an abandoned mercenary. (laughs) Sorry, just uh, the sour taste of it. I came out of cinema the first one, and I was like, you know what? That's, That's pretty memorable. I remember that. Because the first time you'd seen CGI dinosaurs, yeah, came out the Lost World. I was like, "Well, I'm not going to see that shit again." <laughs> that, was a, that was a waste of money. <laughs> but the build-up for it, the hype, was incredible. It was big. It was huge. Our music is Mr. Beeps, Thousand Furious Bees. Check him out on MySpace. Just search for M I S T E R B E. Alright then, well, our next film in our series of uh, films based on books. Uh, films based on pamphlets. <laughs> uh, posters or <laughs> anything vaguely associated to paper <laughs> is uh, our, our listener suggestion. And uh, the listener suggestion this time is Crow 4. I, I don't think that's the proper title, no, but it's, 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 the, it's the fourth. Wicked Prayer or something like that, I think. Yeah, it's the fourth in the the Crow uh, filmology. Probably not one that we would have expected, but apparently still based on some form of literature, so we'll. Uh, so we're doing it. We'll do that. <laughs> God damn it. So, uh, yeah, that'll be, the, that'll be the next episode's film. And uh, where can you find us on Facebook, Crap? If, like, Danny Spanglish, you want to find us on Facebook. <laughs> Write us a small letter. Don't jump the shark film podcast. Any requests will be answered. <laughs> uh, Twitter, Bob? At Don't Jump Shark. And if they want to uh, email us, mentioned it before, but don't jump the shark at hotmail.com. So until next time. Roar! <laughs> squirt, Roar. squirt, 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 squirt. <laughs> I'm off to suck a dino T Rex's teeth. <laughs>